All right, okay, okay, what's up, everybody? It's all the Talks Facts right here. <clears throat> Gonna spit some facts like always, of course. We got some news to talk about right here. We got some happy news, and we got some sad news. We got the, uh, and I was thinking of doing, like, separate episodes. I'm thinking I'll throw it into one since this both did happen yesterday, so I thought it's only fair. We'll throw it both in right there, and you know, we'll talk about the happy news, you know. We'll talk about that last. The sad news will start off with that first, you know. The sad news is, um... My quarterback, Dak Prescott, fracturing his ankle yesterday in the game against the New York Giants. And his season's now officially over. We'll get into that in just a second. And the happy news is the L.A. Lakers won the NBA Finals last night. LeBron James got his fourth ring. The Lakers now have their 17th championship. That one was definitely for Kobe Bryant. That one was definitely for Kobe. The late Kobe Bryant, the Black Mamba. Passed away back in January with, along with his daughter Gigi and a few other passengers they had in the helicopter. I know I got really emotional when I talked about this back in January. I'm trying to keep my composure right here. I am happy that the Lakers did win, though. I really am. I seriously am happy they won. I really am. But we'll start with the sad news first, and then we'll end it on a happy note. So, yesterday... Cowboys play the New York Giants, the 0-4 Giants against my 1-3 Dallas Cowboys. Overall, you know, game-wise, it was a crazy game. I was watching my two, with my two friends, one who's a Cowboys fan, like myself, and one who's a Giants fan. He was wearing his OBJ jersey, and I wore my DeMarcus Ware jersey. My friend who's a Cowboys fan doesn't have any of Cowboys gear, you know. But it's okay. But <laughs> it was a fun game yesterday. Overall, it was. It was a crazy game. You know, there's a lot of things... At the Dallas Cowboys need to fix. Like, they let the Giants put 34 points up on them, which is not good. The Giants have not scored 30 points in a while. They have not done it this year. They haven't done it this season. They haven't done it this season at all. They haven't come close to it. The closest they came to was, like, 16. So, that, that, that's pretty crazy right there that a bad Giants team was able to do that. We made them look like the fucking Kansas City Chiefs, which is crazy. The Cowboys did pull away with the win, 37-34, to 34, but um, when it was 24-23 to 23 in the third quarter, it was first and 10. Cowboys were in Giants territory. They're getting close to the red zone, I believe. I think when Prescott, when Prescott ran the ball, he got into the red zone. Um, so he ran the ball right there, first and 10. Got down to like the 20, I, I want to say, near the 20 or past the 20, I believe. And it was a gain of nine. And he was, like, holding his leg for a second, or he was holding his ankle. And I was like, oh, shit, what just happened? And I thought maybe, like, he was a cramp or something, like Tony Romo said in the booth. Maybe it was a cramp, like I thought that at first as well. But then when he was pointing to the sidelines saying, come over here, come over here, I was like, oh, shit, he's done. He's done. I knew right then and there he was done. You could just tell right there. When he was calling the side, calling him from the sideline, you knew that he was done. And I was like, oh, you got to be kidding me. No, 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 no. And then we also lost another player, too, yesterday. Tristan Hill tore his ACL. They, or they, they feared he tore his ACL, but anytime they say they feared it, you know that it's true. We just continue to lose people right here, but now we lost our franchise quarterback who fractured his ankle. And believe me, when he was crying, <clears throat> when they were about to take him away, I was crying as well. I was crying as well. I'm, you know, 
I felt the tears coming right out of my eyes. Just seeing my quarterback in pain like that was it was rough. It was hard to watch right there. You know, a lot of you know people from other fan bases have been very classy about it and have handled it very well. And wish Prescott a lot of support. You know, there's been a lot of classless people as well. You know, saying like EDP, that fat motherfucker, the fat diabetic piece of shit. I mean, I might. Well, he's not. I don't know if he's diabetic, but fuck him. You know, <laughs> fucking piece of shit. You know, talking about he hopes his injuries career ending right there. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, really? And then he deleted his video. Like, how is this guy fucking famous? Seriously. I swear, you know, I'm not talking for, like, all Eagle fans, but, like, they win one Super Bowl, and they don't know how to act. Their fans do not know how to act. And I'm not going out to people who have diabetes. I was just saying he's a fat piece of shit. EP, you know, he's a fucking fat piece of shit. So I thought, you know, whatever. You know, it just slipped out right there. I'm not going against anybody who has diabetes. I know it's terrible. I know people that do have it. My two friends have it that I was hanging out with yesterday. And I'm sorry if I offended anybody with that, but you're going to say you hope my quarterback's injury was career ending right there? No, go fuck yourself. Fuck you. I'll say whatever I want about you. I'm not saying about anybody else, but I'll just say it about him. That's a disgusting act right there. If Carson Wentz. If Carson Wentz got hurt, I wouldn't say anything bad about him. I wouldn't. But once you start going after my players, I'll go right after your players. That's what I'll do. And sure, in the past, I used to say a lot of bad shit about players. Hoping this guy gets hurt and that guy gets hurt. I used to say that a lot when I was a little kid. But once you're older and you mature, and EDP's older than I am, of course. I think he's like, one in his 30s. I'm 20, and he's still making fucking jokes about, you know, wanting people to get hurt and career-ending injuries. Like, Really? Grow the fuck up, dude. Seriously. But I'll only retaliate talking about somebody else's, you know, uh, you know, team if somebody gets hurt if you go after my team and somebody got hurt. That's the only time. That's the only time right there. That's all I'm going to say. But, um... <clears throat> you know, it, and it was good to see a whole lot of support from a lot of the NFL players around, like Patty Mahomes showed his support, Dwayne Haskins showed support. You know, we saw a lot of support from a lot of people, you know, from all over the world, and it was nice, it was beautiful. We know a lot of people hate the Dallas Cowboys, a lot of the meme pages too were showing support, you know. At least, you know, it's all it's all fun and jokes with the memes right there, but you know what, it was nice to see them show support for Prescott, whether you're a Cowboy fan or not, the, the world is rooting for Prescott. But of course, there's gonna be those evil people in the world there's going to be those evil people in the world right there that are going to say stupid shit. You know what? They're just words. You can't let it affect you. And Prescott doesn't care if anybody says anything bad about him. Prescott doesn't care. And he shouldn't. The guy's a fucking war and the guy's a fucking superhero. And this guy's went through so... He went through so fucking much in his life. Losing his mom to cancer. Losing his brother recently who committed suicide. And then getting ridiculed by that piece of shit Skip Bayless... About Prescott not being a leader, and that's not what you know the Dallas Cowboys quarterback does. You're the quarterback for America's team. That's not leadership right there. Like really? And he was calling like mentally weak. I don't believe he didn't call him mentally weak, but you knew what he was saying. You knew what he was getting at. And then the next day, we remember like Skip Bayless said like, <clears throat> and they had like the suicide hotline down there, and he was trying to, you know, backpedal and shit, but he never said he was sorry. And then you see him all on Twitter like, oh my God, like Dak, I'm here with you, man. I support you, 
you're the you're the quarterback of this team. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You ain't going to backpedal now. No, you're too late. You had a chance to do that when you're on TV. You had a chance to do that. Or you could have made a video that night. The day that you said it, that night you could have made a video and apologized. But you didn't do it. You didn't do it. So don't try to backpedal and say, oh, no. Like, you're the quarterback of this team. You're the leader. Yes, you're the man. Like, no, 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 no. Don't be backpedaling now. Don't do that shit. After you ridiculed him for going public about his brother's suicide right there and talking about how he's been feeling depressed, Dak Prescott, and you're saying that's not what a Dallas Cow- the Dallas Cowboys quarterback does and that he's not a leader. Like, no, 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 no. You don't represent us. You don't represent us, Bayless. You don't. You don't at all. So fuck out of here with that bullshit. But just like when he got carted off Prescott and you just see him crying right there. And, you know, the fans, you know, handled it very beautifully. Cheering him off right there as he was going off the field. And you saw him put his fist in the air right there to the fans. You know, this guy loves this team and the fan base. It's good to see that they love him. It really is. We know a lot of people have said shit about Prescott in the past saying he's an average quarterback. He is damn well not an average quarterback. He's a top 10 QB. In this league, he was on pace for 6,000 yards this year. 6,000. I don't know if he would have gotten it, but that would have been something. With the numbers that he was putting up, I wouldn't say he would be. He could definitely be. He definitely would have been the MVP conversation, but I still believe that Russell Wilson's going to win the MVP this year, no matter what would have happened. But he was putting up crazy numbers, Prescott. He really was. And we know he's out for the season. They said his surgery was successful, and he's going to be out in four to six months. Until, like, that's, like, when OTAs start up right there. I don't care what I'm talking about right now. Because that's my quarterback right there. I sound like Terrell Owens, though. That's my quarterback. He really is. He's my quarterback. Andy Dalton's my backup quarterback. But now he's taking over here. And, I mean, overall, Dalton, when he took over yesterday... I mean, the, the, the promising thing I could say about it was the last drive right there and those two passes to Michael Gallup. You know, because Dalton had a bad fumble. He had a bad fumble on his uh, second possession, I believe. Because the first possession he came in, that's when Zeke scored the touchdown. Um, but, yeah, when you know, he had the bad fumble right there, but he rectified it with two amazing passes to Gallup and Gallup making really good catches right there. I was like, holy shit, this kid Gallup is something. He really is. He's going to get big money in the future. And then Greg Zerline kicked the game winning field goal, kicked the game time field goal, and then over two minutes later, kicks the game winning field goal. So it was, that was for Dak right there. And you could hear the crowd was kind of quiet sometimes, even on offense, because, you know, it took a lot of air out of the stadium right there. It really did. But they were able to win for him. Hopefully, this could turn the Dallas Cowboys season around. Because, believe me, any quarterback you put on the Dallas Cowboys with all these weapons that we have, we can really be contenders. So I really hope Andy Dalton takes Prescott's spot right here and just, you know, and I hope Dalton is able to do something right here. I hope that he is. I hope that we can win for Dak right here. This season is dedicated to Dakota Rain Prescott. That is my quarterback. That is our quarterback right there. It ain't Skip Bayless' quarterback because he don't give a damn about him. He don't. He does not. Prescott was, you know, a late-round draft pick right there. Not even picked in the first round. I believe it was like the third or fourth round he was picked. And he's the franchise quarterback of this team. Who would have thought? 
who would have thought? I'm, I'm going to miss this guy. I really am. I'm going to miss my quarterback, Dakota Ray Prescott. After everything that he's been through, it's like 2020 has been the year from hell in general for everybody. But Prescott deserves all love and support from our, from our fan base right here. I don't want to hear anybody going after him because it's disgusting if you go after him. It really is. And he'll be back even stronger than ever. He definitely will. I hope this team can win for him. And maybe by some miracle, see if this team makes the playoffs. I'm saying the miracle being Prescott returns. I'm not saying the miracle being the Cowboys make the playoffs. We know we're in a bad division. We're in first place right now. We know it's four to six months. So four months, let's see, one, two, three. That'd be February. So that's the Super Bowl right there. Maybe by some miracle, Prescott has a huge recovery and comes back in January. Like, see, just see if that happens. I'm not saying it's going to. It's very unlikely, but anything is possible. With the way medicine is these days, you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. It's never impossible, but right now it's very—it's unlikely. So right now we got to look forward to next season when Dakota Rain Prescott is the starting quarterback once more for this team. And they better not use this as leverage right here. I'm going to say this right now. Jerry Jones and the Cowboys better not use this as leverage. You, because they'll, they'll say, oh, we got to pay him less money now because he got hurt. They'll definitely say that. They'll say some stupid shit or some shit will come out about it. It's like, no, you still pay him that type of money that he wants because he's done so much for this Dallas Cowboys team. He's done so much for this team right here. He deserves all the money in the world. He deserves it. He's done everything for this team. Everything that's been asked him, he's been able to do. This is still his team right here. This is not Andy Dalton's team. This is nobody else's team except Dakota Rain Prescott. This is nobody else's team. Nobody else's. Sure, Andy Dalton might be the quarterback right now for the rest of the season, but this is still Dak Prescott's team. And I'm sure the Cowboys are probably going to sign another quarterback just in case if, you know, God forbid, if Dalton was to go down, they probably will sign. Well, they'll probably sign a quarterback probably this week probably, I have to assume, or get somebody off the practice squad. Well, let me see who will be our... Who's like our third string who's now going to be our backup quarterback for the rest of the year? Let's just see. And, and like, to be honest, when Prescott got hurt, it was almost like shades of Romo in a way. Like when Romo got hurt against the Giants back in 2010, it's like 10 years ago. It wasn't on the exact same date, obviously. So Ben DiAnucci is the backup quarterback right now. He was drafted in the seventh round this year. So let's look at his college stats if it even shows up. Let's see, he finished his career in James Madison, ranked third in completions, 479. Fourth in passing, uh, 75 touchdowns, and passing yards, 5,716. And seventh in total offense, 6,718. Okay. Well, I mean, he's, he's the backup right now. That's the backup right now. You know, it used to be Andy Dalton, it used to be Andy Dalton but... It's going to be something. We know Dalton right now is 32. He is a three-time Pro Bowler, so we know. Yeah, you could say that he is an average quarterback, but hopefully he can carry this team right now. And we know Prescott's going to be watching. You got to win for Prescott. You got to win for Dak right here. 
You know, Dalton isn't a terrible quarterback, but... You know, he's a three-time Pro Bowler for a reason, so you know what? He's got he's to help us right here. You know, a lot of backups have really helped us throughout our, you know, tenures when the guys went down. Like when Troy Aikman went down, Jason Garrett stepped up multiple times. When Troy Aikman would go down. When Romo went down, you could say the only one that really stepped up was, was Dak Prescott. That's it. <laughs> But and Prescott has never missed a game in his career. We know that streak's coming to an end on Monday against the Cardinals, but it's just amazing how much of this, how much of a warrior this kid is. He's a real-life superhero right here. I don't want anybody else to wear number four except Dak Prescott. Even when Prescott retires, I don't want anyone else wearing number four. That's his number right there. That should go up in the rafters. And, and you know, when time comes. This kid's done everything for this team right here. I just really hope Jerry Jones isn't stupid and says, you know what, oh, we got to, you know, oh, you know, we can't pay him that much right now because he got hurt. Like, no, you give him all the money he asked for because he damn well deserves it. Don't be playing around with his fucking money right there. This is his team, whether you like it or not. It's not your team, Jerry. It's Dak's team. He's the one playing quarterback, not you. You're the one signing off his paychecks, but he's the one still playing for your organization. So it's his team. Nobody else's. Nobody. But that was a huge win yesterday. That was for Dak Prescott right there. That was a huge, huge win. There's a lot of holes that still need to be filled with this team right there when it comes down to defense because this defense is fucking terrible. It's allowed 30 points a game since week two. The only time they didn't allow 30 points was week one when they allowed 20 to the Rams. Let's see, to the Falcons they allowed, what was it, uh, 39. The Seahawks was 38. The Browns, 49. And to the Giants, yesterday, 34. <sighs> I mean, come on. They're almost allowing 40 points a game when you think of it. They almost allowed they were one point off of 40 with the, the Falcons and two with the Seahawks. And then was allowed 50 to the Browns. Like, what the hell? Like, seriously? We'll just see what happens, though. Hopefully this team can get better right here. You know, hopefully they use this as motivation. To say, you know what? Dak's done everything for this team right here. He's been through a lot. We have to win for him. We have to do it. Every game, you got to be thinking about the, you gotta be thinking about Dakota Rain Prescott. Prescott. You got to be thinking about him because he's the leader of this team. Hopefully this team could step up. They got the Cardinals next Monday. I'll definitely talk about that more in my predictions episode, which will be Wednesday afternoon. I'll talk about that because we know we have a Tuesday night game tomorrow between the Bills and the Titans. But my predictions episode will come out Wednesday afternoon. And also, like, my next episode after this one will be my Monday Night Raw review, which I'll be doing tomorrow afternoon as well. All right, so that's uh, enough on this subject right here because I'm really going to burst into tears right here. I might burst into tears with this one too to talk about, but um, but I love you, Dak. I seriously do. You know, I've said a lot of shit in the past, and so has everybody. Everybody says a lot of shit in the past. I never wished injury on him at all, never. Never have. And I never wish for Andy Dalton to be the starting quarterback like all these other, you know, yo-yos. I've always said, oh, Prescott sucks. I said that a lot in the past, like... 
2017-2018, not recently, like last year or this year, obviously. But he's human. He makes mistakes on the field. It all happens. But in the end, you have to support him. Every player on the team, even if you hate the player's guts, you have to support them. You have to support them. Like, I'm really pissed off at Jalen Smith and Demarcus Lawrence right now, but I still got to support them. They're on the team that I support. I can't go against them. You just can't. You just can't at all. But the Prescott, man, I wish you the best in your recovery. By some miracle, I really hope we do see you later on, maybe like in the playoffs, if we even get that far. I'm just throwing it out there. I, w- I really would hope so. But if not, we will see you next season, man. And you deserve to get paid. And you better get paid by Jerry. Jerry better pay you. This is enough now. And thank you for everything that you've done for this team right here. I just want to say that. Thank you. Because you are our leader. You are our quarterback. You are the franchise. You are the Dallas Cowboys. You are. And thank you. I mean that. I hope that I can speak for everybody else as well. That feel the same way that I do. And I'll be wearing... I'll be wearing your jersey next Monday against the Cardinals. Definitely will. You're with us. You'll be with us every single game. I know that for a fact. Okay. And believe me, after seeing that injury yesterday and just seeing his ankle out of place, I just couldn't even bear to look right there. I was like, oh, my God. I couldn't even bear to look. But I I knew that he was done once he called over at the sideline. But I got to say, though, one last thing. A lot of respect to Jason Garrett as well. I give a lot of respect to Jason Garrett, who is now the Giants' offensive coordinator, and I never really liked him as a Cowboys head coach. Never really did. Never liked him, to be honest. But he came over right next to Mike McCarthy, our current head coach, and he, he was there to make sure Dak Prescott was okay. And, you know, before the game, we saw them hug right there and joking around. That was nice. We know Jason Garrett wasn't a good coach, but he, was a, he is still a good man. It was nice right there to see. All right, Dax, I wish you the best, man. I do. Bless you and your family, man. Bless you and your family, man. Seriously. I love you. I do. All right, so now onto a happier subject right here. The L.A. Lakers winning the NBA Finals yesterday. won their 17th NBA championship last night, now tying the Boston Celtics for most championships of all time, and LeBron got his fourth ring, you know, and then one in six right here, I was one game off, I predicted the Lakers were going to win, but I said Lakers in seven, and I really thought it was going to go to seven after Miami won game five on Friday night, but, you know, the Lakers, they were really dominant throughout the playoffs. They went to no game sevens all. They only went to one game six, which was against Miami. You know, they beat Portland in five. They beat Houston in five. And they beat the Nuggets in five. And they beat the Heat in six. And you can say they overcame a lot of adversity, even even though you can say the Lakers were the better team throughout the playoffs. We have to look at it. The Blazers were red hot going into the playoffs. And Damian Lillard was like the bubble MVP right there, carrying the Blazers to the playoffs. You know, you faced... 
even though the Rockets, even though I said Westbrook and Harden wasn't going to work out, they're still a dangerous combo. And after game one, they just fell apart. And the Nuggets, you know, they definitely were the toughest challenge to begin with, you know, other than the Heat. Because the Nuggets had come back down three games to one, not once, but twice. Did it to Utah and then to the Clippers. The Nuggets weren't able to do against the Lakers. The Lakers said, no, 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 no. You ain't going to do that to us. Um, and the Heat, man, they were definitely the toughest challenge right there because the Heat really rolled through everybody in the playoffs too. Sweeping the Pacers, beating the Bucks in five. In five, when we're talking about here. Beating Giannis Antetokounmpo, who's now a two-time MVP in five games. And then uh, beating the Celtics in six as the Celtics beat the defending champions in the Toronto Raptors. And it was crazy in the heat. You know, Jimmy Butler really changed the culture out there. Even I have called him, you know, a cancer in his time when he was there with the Timberwolves and with Philly. But he's truly not a cancer, you know. He just tries to motivate a lot of people, you know. Some people are just really soft. You know, he's motivated like these young guys like Duncan Robinson and like Bam Adebayo and like uh, Tyler Hero. You know, there's nothing to be ashamed about for the Miami Heat. There's nothing to be ashamed about. They made it to the finals back in 2010, 2011 when they built the big three right there. And they lost in six games to Dallas. The Heat can still build something right here. There's nothing to blow up at all. They still have a really good team. They'll be back. They're definitely going to be back next season. They're the kings of the East when you think of it. They are. They're going to come back even stronger next season. They definitely will. You know, Jimmy Butler was out there putting his body on the line. He played 47 minutes in game five. 47 minutes. Like, you don't see that these days. But Jimmy Butler goes out there and he plays his heart out. He gave the Lakers a run for their money right there. And this kid, Tyler Hero, you know, this kid's definitely something special at 20 years old. And Duncan Robinson, really good shooter. You know, Bam, Bam Adebayo. Did I say his name right? Bam Adebayo. Definitely going to be the next big man in this league. Definitely the next best big man in this league. Guarantee that. You know, the Heat did have a tough loss. They were Goran Dragic right there. It was a big piece towards their team, or to their team, but... There's no excuses when it comes down to the championship, you know. There's no excuses. But the Heat definitely will be back. They definitely will be back next season. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. There's nothing to be ashamed about. If you're a Miami Heat fan, you know what? There's nothing to be ashamed about. Definitely nothing to be ashamed about. You should not be upset at all. You'd be like, you know what? We pushed the Lakers to their limit. We were able to get it to six games. We didn't stop fighting. Kept on going and going at them. There's a whole lot to build up now from this. But with the Lakers, though, you know, they were just a better team. They were the better team throughout the playoffs. They dominated everybody else, but the Heat gave them a run for their money. The Heat really pushed them. They definitely did. They pushed them to their limits. They gave them the challenge. They gave them a challenge. Other teams, you know, they have won in game one to start off the series, like Portland. And Houston, except Denver and Miami, so two out of four teams the Lakers face. They lost in game one to start off, other than against the Nuggets and the Heat. But I really thought the Heat were going to come back at first. I'm thinking, like, oh, like they might 
They might have forced a game seven, but they weren't able to do that. But it was a really good series. LeBron winning his fourth finals MVP, you know, LeBron, the four times that he's won, you know, the NBA championship, he's always got the MVP. You got to give him credit there where credit's due, four finals MVPs. You know, the guy, he's king. He is the king, you know. And a lot of people may ask me, oh, do you now think LeBron James is the greatest basketball player who ever lived? I'm still going to say no. He's not number one. It's still Michael Jordan. It's still Michael Jordan. You could still say, well, Bill Russell has 11 rings. I can always make that argument. Bill Russell has 11 rings. He has more than Jordan and LeBron combined it. Because Jordan and LeBron would have 10. And Bill Russell has 11. You, of course, make the argument there as well. But no. I'll always see it as Michael Jordan is number one. And I'm not dissing LeBron at all. For those who know me, they know I don't like, they don't know, they know I don't like LeBron. Just because of the way he plays on the court. That's just how I am. I like old school basketball, even though I'm 20 years old and I grew up on this generation right here. I'm just into old school type of basketball. That's just the type of person that I've been. I've always watched old school highlights. Especially watching more of all those old school highlights or watching The Last Dance as well. You know what I mean? You know, I'm in love with old school basketball. That's just the way, just the way that I am. But um, I'm sure a lot of the people of my age like that as well. They like the old school shit. They don't want to see, like, you know, soft, you know, play. Nobody wants to see that. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. You know, I am happy for the Lakers. I'm happy. I'll say I'm happy for LeBron. And I'm happy that, you know, and we know that Kobe's up in heaven right now smiling. We know that he is. Him and Gigi are right next to each other, and they're smiling. They're looking down right here at the Lakers, and they're happy. And I'm definitely sure the Lakers definitely saw that as motivation, you know, when Kobe, when Kobe passed away and Gigi and everyone else that was in the helicopter that day, they, I'm sure they, they used that as motivation. They did, and I'm sure that fueled the fire right in them to, you know, to go all the way. I'm sure every time they were on the court, they were thinking of Kobe. And they wore the Black Mamba jerseys a couple times. You know, they weren't able to win game five when they had the jerseys on. But they still did it for Kobe. And I'm, and I'm really pissed at the people on social media that are saying, Oh, stop saying it's for Kobe. Oh, my God. Like, no, it is for Kobe. Or it was for Kobe. It was. I am happy the Lakers won, even though, like I said, I don't like LeBron James. But you know what? I'm happy that they won. Because they, they damn well deserved it. And LeBron really changed the culture out there. You know, his first season they were there. You know, they had guys like Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, and, you know... It wasn't able to work out for them, even though I like Brandon Ingram. I don't like Lonzo Ball, obviously, but they made the trade right there. They brought in Anthony Davis. They signed a lot of veterans. You know, they already had Rondo. You know, they brought in uh, Gatavis Caldwell Pope, who was there the last season. Brought in Jared Dudley. They brought in a lot of veteran experience. Dwight Howard as well. And look at that. Dwight Howard winning, in, winning the finals in Orlando. It, it's amazing. They made a lot of good moves, you know, and they built up a really good team. And they were able to do it. And we'll see what happens now going into next season for the Lakers now. They definitely, they are the favorites to win. We know Anthony Davis is a free agent. 
Let me actually confirm that right here. Let's see. Because he didn't, he didn't sign an extension with the Lakers. See right here, it says Los Angeles Lakers, Anthony Davis on pending free agency. I have no idea. You could say, oh, Anthony Davis, he'll, he'll stay with the Lakers. It's not guaranteed. Like, everybody thought Kawhi was going to stay with Toronto. It wasn't meant to be. I mean, if, I'm, if I'm Davis, in my mind, I would stay with the Lakers. So we just won the finals, and I would stay. That's my opinion. If I was Anthony Davis in his shoes, I would stay with the Lakers. I don't know if he will, though. I have a, you know, a strange feeling he's going to go to Chicago. That's his hometown right there, and the Bulls are building up a nice young team right there. I think if you get Anthony Davis out there, you can make that team a contender with all those young guys like Markinen and Kobe White and Zach Levine. You know, you have a veteran like Thaddeus Young. They're building up a good young team out there. They're building up a really good team. You put Davis there, He'll be a leader to that team, and he'll be able to carry them. And he'll be back home in Chicago. So there you go. That's just what I think, to be honest. That's what I. That's just how I feel about it. I mean, it's not, you know, 100% sure that'll happen, but I just have, like, that strange feeling that it's going to. Who knows? It might happen. I mean, I don't know where else, where else would Davis sign. You know, he's not, like, done where it's like, oh, I got all these rings now. Like, let me go take a break and... Go somewhere else to start fresh. Like He only has one ring, but he could definitely make the Bulls a contending team. And they could be a dangerous team in the playoffs. They definitely could be, they definitely could be if that's where he goes. I'm not sure if that's where he's going to go, though. He can go to Boston. He can go anywhere he wants. But if I was him, though, if I was in his shoes, I would stay with the Lakers. I would stay where I'm at. That's what I would do. All right, well, this is really emotional to talk about right here. But all right, guys, I hope you guys enjoy this episode right here. Like always, I will talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon with my Monday Night Raw review and then Wednesday afternoon with my NFL Week 6 of the 2020 season predictions. But all right, the Dak Prescott, man, I wish you well in your recovery and really hope to see you soon. You are the quarterback of this team. You are the franchise. You are Dallas Cowboys, and I love you. And to the L.A. Lakers, congratulations on winning your 17 championships. LeBron, congratulations on his fourth NBA championship. And we know that Kobe and Gigi are looking down right now. And they're smiling. But all right, guys. I'll talk to you guys tomorrow afternoon. See you then.